The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and right across from me is the lovely Sharon. No, I changed my name. <laughs> you can't change your name. Why? What did you everybody change it to? can. What did you change your name to? Um, Pudding King. <laughs> Let me guess you what happens if I ask you again. I'll tell you the same. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the lovely Sharon is here, and welcome Yay. to the program. And remember, you can get us on the web at jmtalk.net, where you can subscribe to the show, listen to the 24-7 stream, read the news. And if you don't get on there, I'll give you a bit of news here in a minute. And also, on Facebook, we are at JM Talk, and on Twitter, we are at JM Talk Radio. And I'm trying to figure out what our Instagram is, handle-wise, and then when I find that out, then we'll start posting there too, maybe. 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 <laughs> okay. So. How about maybe? Yeah. So a piece of news uh, that happened during the course of the week. Uh, as What's you, that? As you already know, but I did post it. Uh, the uh, annual Christmas show is on yes. for this year. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited this year. And it will be two hours instead of one. Yay. I'm yes. so excited this year. Yes, you are. No, I really am. Well, act it. And take I'm, two. I'm sorry. I thought I was acting right. excited. Take three. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is exciting stuff. So uh, we have all of last week, last week, all of last year's networks are on board and we're out Good. seeking more. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have a radio network or you are someone who has the has a say in what goes on at uh, a radio network, feel free to email us at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com if you want to carry the show. Correct. Not just a Christmas show, but carry the syndicate Any show, too. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what's happening? What's new? Um, I have this tea. It's Lipton. And it's iced tea mango. Okay. It is delicious. But it's not diet, so I can't try it. Maybe I did that on purpose. I have this iced tea that's diet, and it's made by Turkey Hill, although it's not yours. So... What do you... Well, because you make me I a can, wonderful sweet tea. Oh, yes. Yes, I yeah. do. And, you know, growing up, my mom had us make... Homemade tea all the time. Right. And she would have it done several ways. My favorite was plain. No sugar, no lemon, no nothing. Ew. Right. Well, growing up, I grew up that way, so that's, you know, what we were. 
asked to drink, and on special occasions, you got to put a teaspoon would, of sugar in it. No, well, she would put <laughs> sugar in it, but um, she would also put orange juice in it. So interesting. My mom was doing this long before Lipton was. Well, okay. So since you told your iced tea story, I'm going to tell my iced no, tea story. No, you already story. told your iced no, no, tea story. No, no, not this. I'm going to tell one about when I was a kid, iced oh, tea story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, when, <laughs> when I was a kid and we used to have these day trips to Ocean City, Maryland. Okay. Uh, or day trips to Gettysburg, you know. Um, I love Gettysburg. Right, but that's not the subject right now, so calm down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this thing called the jugular, and it was this big rectangular container, five-gallon drink container. So similar to, like, you know, the round ones that you used to see yeah. uh, on the back of construction drink, but this was rectangular. Wow, I've never seen one like yeah, that. Yeah, and it had a fold-up handle. When it was folded down, it locked the lid. You fold it up, you can remove the lid to be able to, you know, have right. full access to the container. But, and so what <laughs> What my dad did is he would get, you know, you. I know you remember because I believe we our parents all shopped at the same place when we were kids, Pathmark. Yeah. <laughs> the white container with the blue and red lines at the bottom. And all oh, it said iced was iced tea, tea mix. Tea, yes. That's all it said. No ingredients. We no never, nutritional information. I'm not going to say we never got that because <laughs> I'm quite sure we did. Right. However, ours was straight from the tea bag. So go ahead. I'm so sorry. So he would take that and he would fill the jugular with the five gallons of water, dump in the entire container of iced tea mix. And then he would get six or six or nine lemons, cut them in half, and just chuck them in. And then he would stir it all up. And then on the way, when we left the house, first stop had to be to get ice. And he would get a two-pound bag of ice and dump that into the jugular and close it. Yes. So. Ew. It, 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 it was, okay, people, it was uh, pretty ew. If we had, if we had cameras <laughs> in the studio... The face you would see is this. <laughs> Ew. So that now, that puckered up face with now, the ew look on it. So now prior prior to Route One opening back in the old days, you went to Ocean City by way of traveling all the way down thirteen, then the one thirteen and then the fifty and then into Ocean City. So it was about a four to four and a half hour ride. Yeah. So And you lived uh, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, in Delco. Right. The so. same place I lived. Right. So you drive all the way down there. Then we spent the whole day there. And you're drinking this stuff all day. And then on a ride back. By the time the ride home and you were thirsty because you were swimming in salt water. Right. You had salt and Running sand in your around. system. The sun beating on you. The sun beating on the jugular, which sat in the sand all day. Ew. So on the ride home, it really became a very interesting Taste and drink. Oh, that's not interesting. That's just disgusting. It was something like... A, disgusting. It was crossed between urine and puke. Ew. <laughs> in flavor. But that's my childhood iced tea story, okay? Wow, mine was and if so my, much better. <laughs> if any of my siblings are listening, <laughs> they know exactly what I'm talking about. Right? Oh, my goodness. I I feel bad for you. Oh, I made it. But I do have stomach issues though, so you never know. But <laughs> I'm making up for that nasty tea. 
by making you yeah. my delicious, you do a delicious sweet, sweet tea, tea for diabetics. Yes, for you diabetics. Do. Yes, you do. Correct. So anyway, so that's the iced tea story. By the way, the lovely Sharon, today's podcast is brought to you by the word pond scum. Yay, yeah, and pond scum. Yes, we'll talk about that word later in the program. So, um, okay, um, we are going to dive into, because we're getting close to Halloween, so being all these shows in yeah, October, so I'm trying it's... to do some sort of Halloween-y type stuff. Okay, so why isn't the house decorated for Christmas yet? Well, I, I will, as soon as I'm taking an extra day off in November to get it decorated for Christmas. <laughs> So I wanted, okay. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about, because I know you love candy corn. Well, okay, yeah. I don't love it, but I like it. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. I'd like you to take a look at this picture right here. If you just come right around here and look at that picture, which we'll post on the website. Okay. Candy corn pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that God. is correct. Candy corn. That is nasty. Candy corn pizza is a thing, and people are divided on it. You know what that means? That means some people like it and some people don't. Right. Believe oh, it, my goodness. That's, <laughs> believe it that's or not, so nasty. <laughs> there's actually a whole group of people who swear by this combination. It's not a dessert pizza. It's straight up pouring a bag of candy corn onto a cheese pizza. That's it. So you make your cheese pizza. I guess if you want, you can put other toppings on it, but then you just put a bag of candy corn across the top, spread it out, and in the oven it goes. Now, the origins of this disaster, uh, candy corn pizza, can be traced back to a tweet sent out in 2017. It quickly went viral, eliciting all kinds of responses, most of them negative. Most of them negative. (laughs) Well, I should think, yeah. The original pizza was made using a uh, DiGiorno frozen pizza, which caught the attention of the company, and they were quick to respond, tis the no. The original Twitter user sent a reply that they would give DiGiorno his recipe for free, to which the response was, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it became a thing, this odd combination, uh, and the attitude of don't knock it till you try it. And one such soul uh, was a radio host, not me, (laughs) at the Massachusetts station Fun 107. He made a mini version of the candy corn pizza and claimed he loved it. His co-workers, however, disagreed wholeheartedly. Uh, The Today Show featured Giada Mm -hmm. DeLaurentis, Al Roker, and Curtis Stone trying the infamous pizza. Their reactions were brutal. Giada said, the smell is like barf. (laughs) <laughs> That's some Giada. <laughs> wow. Who we really enjoy watching Giada cook. Yeah, we do. We do. So, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's a give or take Ew. kind of thing. But it's Halloween coming up. It's it's October. And I thought, you know no, me, I'm looking for... No, no, no I'm, not saying, I'm not saying make it. What I'm saying is you know that I am out there looking for some Halloween-themed typed yeah, stories okay. you know, right. for October. All right. Just so, you know, we can keep along with the theme of the month. You know what I mean? Okay. Ew. All right. Well, you know, if if that doesn't tickle your fancy, okay, and I and, and I understand if it doesn't. I get it. So if that doesn't tickle your fancy, then let's talk about this other Halloween food just in time for Halloween thing. How about Costco is selling pumpkin pie filling in a container that is ready to eat? 
it's the best part of the pumpkin pie, right? Actually, I, I would argue that. I do enjoy the crust of a pumpkin pie. Not that there's anything sweet or anything done to it, but, you know, you get down to the bottom and you have some crust left with a little bit of pumpkin pie filling on it. Put a little bit of cream on that. That's a really good thing. But this is pumpkin pie filling. It is the filling of the pumpkin pie already in a container, ready to just grab a spoon and sit down. Now, don't give me that look. You're giving me these looks like you would never do that. <laughs> I wouldn't. You would never do that. No. Is, do you not like not pumpkin with, pie? Not like that. Why? Do you not like pumpkin pie? I. It's okay. It's okay? When do you ever see me eat pumpkin pie? Thanksgiving? Never. All right, so if somebody came out with shoe fly filling, would you eat that? Fucking A. <laughs> Excuse my language. But yes, I... Really? Well, that'd be too much molasses and whatnot, but... I thought you enjoyed pumpkin pie more than that. How, after all these years, did I not know that? How? Because you don't pay attention to what I'm doing. I pay attention to you. Stop it. Okay, he does. He really does. That's a lie. So what you're saying is is you, you make it for me? I do. That's why, you know, folks, that's why pumpkin pie goes bad in this house. I, I, I should have known this because I, I'm afraid to eat it all myself, saving you some, and then it ends up turning green and we throw it out. Uh, yeah, and you never notice that? You never notice all I eat <laughs> is the uh, um, minced meat What pie? about the apple pie? Because you, 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 every Thanksgiving like you, make, apple pie. you make two pumpkins, an apple, and a mince. Right. That is your Thanksgiving tradition. Right. So that's another I reason we have mince. so much pie left over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, we we have two adults and a child and a half join us for Thanksgiving, and you make pie for thirty five people. Well, in case somebody wants to take some home. Hmm. In case somebody wants to take it to work. Okay. All right. So all right. So apparently, according to Instagrammer. Costco Costco buys, which isn't Costco, it's some sort of... Uh, <laughs> they're now carrying Delighted by Dessert Pumpkin Pie Spread, which you probably won't be filling your pies with anytime soon, though they don't see why you could not. It's actually designed to be dessert hummus. Okay? Okay. So somebody else is doing the same thing, and that's Philadelphia cream cheese with their cheesecakes. Okay, right, because you have the them. Same, but listen premise. to this though. Listen now, you're not a pumpkin pie fan, I, right. which I'm find out now more than ever. But they're saying that this means that this is intended to be used to spread on graham crackers and such. Oh, that's interesting because I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm picturing a graham cracker crust pumpkin pie. Ooh, how about a chocolate Oreo crust pumpkin pie? Ew. How about a pumpkin spiced Oreo? Ew. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> um, so, you know, I I don't know. I, I I think if we got this, and I'm not suggesting we do, because I would be 2 a.m. at the fridge jamming it down my throat with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> to be, to TBH, as they say, to be honest, that's what I would do. But, um, so there. So, so I, I gave you two foods that you turned both of them down. I did. So you don't want me to make you a pizza with all your... Candy corns that you buy? No. Thanks, anyway. Thanks, anyway. My pleasure. I I just, I looked down. Oh, because you saw the shadow of the mic on your shirt? Yeah, I saw the shadow of the mic (laughs) on my shirt. And I thought my shirt was wet. And I'm like, 
Oh, my God, am I drooling? Wow. Because that would be gross. Yeah, it would. <laughs> and if you were, I would have pointed that out we're a long sweating. time ago. We're <laughs> sweating. It's more the case. But no. I would have pointed that out if that were the case. Yeah, you probably yeah. would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back to the the pizza thing, the, the, the pizza with the candy corn on it. Yeah. For a minute. Okay. Okay. So there have been some... Uh, some attempts to salvage the product by turning it into a dessert pizza. So, in other words, maybe using sugar cookie dough as yeah. as building the crust. Use vanilla frosting over top the candy corn. Maybe add some M and M's, chocolate chips, or Nutella. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, you lost me at sugar cookie and Nutella. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't need. It, it's Nutella, it, isn't it? What, what nut, do you mean Nutella? Nut, whatever Nutella, I was, Nutella. Whatever. I just think it's Nutella because nuts. Right. Okay. It, so because it's, it's nut Nutella paste. Nutella for me. It's nut paste, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> hazelnut something. Nut paste. Well, they call it spread. Right, but, but I can't have it. I and I wouldn't and, have it. Um. Right. <laughs> if you I have, mean, if, if you have Choctella, I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> Choctella. Right, <laughs> but yeah, no. I, mm. But you know, there are pizza places that try to do that, right? They try to make these yeah. dessert pizzas, yeah, to go with your regular pizzas. You, when you had your bakery, you used to make those big twelve-inch chocolate chip cookies, and I was and the then you originator of that. I, Thank you. That's right. And then now look, and you should have copyrighted my, it. We'd be millionaires was, right now. Got milk. <laughs> I said that long before the cookie or the milk industry did that. Really? Yes, I did. You did. Don't you remember? We I were remember. Like, I'm, I'm at right the bakery. You. We were like, "Hey, look at this big cookie!" You were I first made. on everything when you had your bakery. And I said, "Oh, do you got milk?" <laughs> so yeah. So you used to decorate the cookies with icing, right? Yeah, you know, doing yeah. like the, the like the edging. Happy, Happy birthday! birthday Happy Father's Day was a big, big twelve-inch chocolate chip cookie thing. Yeah, and I made different sizes. That's a thing. Yeah, not they, just the twelve-inch. You right. had an eight-inch and a sixteen-inch. Right. I made different sizes, yeah. and the person who stole my idea. Well, do we know who it is? Because we can beat them up. Not that I'm prom- promoting violence or anything, but I'm no, just saying. No, well, I don't know who it was because <laughs> I don't want to beat them up, but, you know, pay up. Right. <laughs> I hear you. Give me some money. <laughs> so when we come back, we talked about the uh, the word pond scum. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Yes. And some more things. And then later on in the program, we have a new Wombat of the Week and a new Honor Thy Hero. So stay tuned for all that. There's lots more coming up. We'll be back after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. 
why we need your donations? Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joel Mahalik Show, and I'm Joel Mahalik. And I'm Sharon. The lovely Sharon. The lovely. The lovely Sharon. Sharon. Thank you very much. Ian. Ian, yes. I was like, what? You changed your name to Ian? Last, time, it was <laughs> no. put, last part of the show was putting in now it's Ian. <laughs> Ian Miller. <laughs> Anyway, okay. <laughs> so welcome back to the program. Uh, I said earlier that the show this week was brought to you by the word pond scum. Pond scum. And now if you've been wondering why it I, is. I have. I'm here to tell you, but I am going to move your mic a little bit closer because I'm sure that people oh. would appreciate hearing your lovely voice. Here I am. <laughs> okay, so um, when I was thinking of... Once I had the reason for why I wanted to talk about this subject matter that relates okay. to the word pond scum, I had to find a word that would um, really focus in on what I wanted it to say. Right. I wanted to be able to keep the show at a PG-13 rating. Okay. So when I was thinking of the of the adjective, the word to use, I had to make sure that it was poignant enough that the people who I'm talking about understand, and yet clean enough that it keeps our show at a nice PG-13 rating. We don't sneak into that NC-17 because if I really called the people I'm about to talk about how I really feel about them, we would instantly be an NC-17. <laughs> okay. So that's why the word pond scum. Now, of course, you know pond scum is that green layer of scum that sits on top of a pond. And or, then, or what? Um, it's a word that we use to describe someone who is nasty. Okay, so you know, with the pond scum, you got to move the pond scum out of the way to get to the nicer water, so you can see. Mm-hmm. You can make, you know, and like you, know, you like the fish where there's no pond scum because right. the pond scum gets in the way of right. you being able to, you know. So if you push the pond scum out of the way. You have the nice water, the nice, beautiful pond. So, I want to talk about the other day. Uh, I was uh, leaving one of our local businesses here in town. Okay. And so, when I was leaving, I had this opportunity, obviously, to be sitting at the exit, waiting for my turn to turn into traffic. And, you know, when you're sitting there and it's rather busy and you have that kind of time afforded to you, you notice things. And since I was waiting to turn right, the traffic moving from my left to my right, which is the traffic I'd like to get into at some point, you get a really good close-up of the people in the cars. And I would say at a ratio of about three out of every five cars, the drivers were operating their phones while they were driving okay and so you you already know and if and and folks if you're listening to the show you already know how upsetting that is to me people who don't pay attention and they're behind the wheel of the car right 
And so I was seeking for about four days now the right word to use to describe them. Pond scum. Pond scum. Because I, I wanted to say I wanted to call them so many more nasty names. Yeah. But I had to settle on something that was fairly clean but made my point. With the pond scum out of the way, we have the nicer people of society. Okay. The people who follow laws and don't do stupid things and like clog the phones. system up for other people. The right. who don't make the roads uh, less safe for other people. And right. it's weird because the day after I had this in, this revelation on the road, right. the state police of Delaware put out this big thing talking about how fatalities and traffic accidents are at this unreal, un, not unrealistic because it is the numbers are realistic, this unbearable, unprecedented, unprecedented high this year. Okay. Think about that for a minute. When the state police go, we are having more fatalities in traffic accidents than we've ever had in this right. state. Right. And if you had to point your finger at one and, thing. And deaths. Fatalities, right. Right. If you're going to point your finger at one thing, I, th I think it's, it. it's distractive driving. Which, right. Which is... I mean, that could include DUI and stuff, but I, I, I almost right. think that, you know, it's it's the cell phones and other types of distracted driving, I think, that have, that have if they haven't, they're running a close first and getting ready to overtake things like DUI right. in driving incidents. So, you know, a thought just occurred to me. Back in a day when we didn't have cell phones and... You know, we didn't have all these problems with people driving like assholes. Yes, I use the word. Um, we didn't, we weren't talking about this. And then when cell phones first entered the arena for driving, that was the first thing everybody said. Fatalities are going to go up. No, they have, and they clearly have. It, uh, really bad since about 2015, right? You know, and that's I think that's probably when they really started counting those numbers, distracted driving numbers, in the right. National Institute of Highway Safety's uh, statistical uh, numbers. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. I, I I just, uh, I, I don't understand it. Um, you know, we're talking about fatalities. I mean, obviously, more people today wear seatbelts because it's, a, it's a law and B, it saves lives. Think about this, though. Just because you said this, it made me think of this. Wow, was she spooked out of your room or what? Yeah. Oh, she found something. I see. She found uh, a treat. Yeah. We're talking about Molly. So... You're talking about going back to back before there were cell phones. Correct. So if you go back to those times, seventies, eighties, what else? We were thinking nineties we in the beginning, two thousands. Okay. But before that, we weren't Even. wearing seatbelts, and we had less right. fatalities. I know. Yeah, there weren't seatbelts in the back. Right. This was a seatbelt. <laughs> that was the passenger seatbelt. The driver putting their hand across. Exactly. Right. right. Or maybe that was just a cup of feel. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, PG-13, oh PG-13, PG-13, PG-13. PG-13. 
So, you know, it, it just... I don't know why I get so hell-bent on this. Uh, you know, because we talk about it so much on here that sometimes because I feel like it's I'm dragging... death. I'm... Right. But I mean... And that's why you keep getting the point, bent about it. Right. The point is I feel like sometimes... Some weeks I feel like I am opening the barn door where the dead horse is laying... Dragging him out and beating right. him with the baseball bat some more. Right. So I agree. I want to. I want to find out how we do something, Sharon. I want to find out how we mount a campaign. Being that, I mean, you know, I know we're not this big major podcast in the sea of millions of podcasts, right. but I want to mount a campaign. I think it would be. It has to be done. I think we have to put pressure on Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, whoever the hell mm-hmm. else are. You, you know, you've got to find a way to disable cell phones while the car is moving. For everybody in the car. Yes, but um, there has to iPhone be one. has that option. I think you have to turn it on. I think that it should be mandatory. Right. I think that... It shouldn't be an option for you to turn on. I think as soon as the phone senses that you're moving, it shuts it off. I mean, you know, it, it, if we have the technology where you can see what color underwear I'm wearing from outer space, right. then you have got to be able to have the technology to make right. cell phones not function in a car. Exactly. I don't know how, but it's somebody has to come up with this. And, it, you know, don't tell me the phones, they can't. I mean. Oh, yeah. Do they make money from people using their phones in a car? and die? Well, look at this app you have. Not to pick on you, because I'm not saying it's a bad thing, because you don't act on it. But you have an app where as you're driving along, you get these alerts from stores that entice you to come in. We have a sale. You're in the That's vicinity of a store. That's only if I have that store's app on my phone. Right. But it goes off and quite often. I'm like, oh. And it hasn't done that in a long time. And when we stop, I'm like, who's texting you? I'm like, oh, no, it's Joanne Fabrics. They got a sale. No, I you get daily. Saying? No. I don't have that. You said it was some sort of shopper app. Okay, but that was how many years ago? A couple of months ago. Okay. No. I get Joanne Fabric. Uh, notifications all the time. I get other shopper apps if I have their store app on my phone. I don't like, yeah, all right, so maybe it does. And now that I think about it, it does say, hey, you know, you're at Michael's. Why don't you come on in and save 10%? <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm just saying. It's, uh, so. So, yes, that app does entice me. It would entice people to look at it. Yeah. To, oh, okay. And that's, therein lies part of the problem that I'm complaining about. Okay. So, I, we have to, agreed. So, I have to think about this. How do I mount that campaign? How do I find a way to exert pressure in the name of life? To get something done about this. Your cell right. phone. Listen, I don't use my, I mean, some of my emails and stuff still come through. I still get dinged and danged, but I don't get bothered with the text because I did turn that feature on 
So if I'm in my car, actually, right. when, I'm, when you're driving, it shuts down my texts. Exactly. Because it thinks I'm driving. Right. And I'm okay with that. So we're, we're, yep. we have got to find a way. So, all right. So, um, wow. Looking at the time here. I wanted to talk about this thing that is never, ever, ever happening in this house. What? This. Beard lights. What? Yes. Little, oh, come on. Little nano LED lights that you can crunch or somehow mount into your beard for the holidays. Oh, my goodness. I mean, listen. Are you going to do it? No, I'm not going to do it. But it's, your beard actually isn't long enough. Exactly. So, But I wouldn't do that anyway, even if my beard was long enough. That is ridiculous. What has this world come to that we now are putting... Uh, uh, I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, you know, it was bad enough. Hey, I could put one in mine. A few months ago, I saw this thing like this. And it was how it was glitter in your beard. You can put glitter yeah, all in your beard. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Okay, this is first of all, it's not manly. Okay. S- second no, of all, it's ridiculous. No, no. Now we're gonna argue because <laughs> that isn't whether you're manly or not. That's showing somebody that has oomph in their holiday spirit. Which I thought <laughs> no, you no, no, did. No, I, no, have, I, I thought I, you did, but no. I love I Christmas. I think I was right. I love mm-hmm. Christmas. I am not Apparently wearing lights not. in my beard. I'm not wearing lights Appa- in my beard. A real man will wear lights in <laughs> no, his beard. No, they wouldn't. A real man will wear pink. A real man that, that doesn't necessarily put lights in their freaking beard. <laughs> I don't put lights. I don't put lights on your roof. Although everybody, <laughs> since he brought it up... I've asked every single year, you do and every, ask every single, single year, year he tells me no. He said no, it's babe. It's dangerous. It isn't dangerous. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Maybe we'll put. Some, well, listen. In all fairness, though, you know, if we could find the big bulbs, okay. I would put them up. Okay, find I will them. find them. You find them. I, no. I'll put them up. I'm going to find them right Thank now. Thank God the record button wasn't on. There's no proof. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know, well, the software's been messing up today, so maybe it didn't record <laughs> that. Maybe I'll get lucky. No, I... No, no, mm-hmm. I, well, you don't have to do it now. We're not no, shopping on ju- the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. All right, whatever. So anyway, so Christmas fairy lights. I'm going to put this up on the page because I'm interested to see if there are any other real men like me out there who would not wear this. You know, I mean, below here is a perfect example of what I what I would rather do. Look right here. Look at this gift. What? Sharon, that's what I would rather do. Watch. <laughs> Light my beard on fire than to put freaking lights on it. <laughs> oh my god! So that is crazy. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> yes. So, um, but yes, they are sold. It, it, beard lights pimp your beard it's 18 multicolored nano led lights with attachment clips included wow so anyway you can put them on your pet i mean you put them on molly's beard how about that you're seriously shopping while i'm trying to conduct the show oh i am definitely yep 
Absolutely. I thought we were conducting a show, but we are. I didn't know. I didn't know it was the Joel Mahalik <gasps> shop. Look, vintage bulbs. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Yep. A okay. hundred foot of them. Okay. So. A hundred foot. We don't need that many because we would just be doing the front of the. Still, it's fifty nine ninety five. Hmm. All right. So anyway, um. <laughs> Uh, I will probably post this this weekend and okay. uh, see if we can get some discussion out of whether people would actually wear that or not. Uh, meanwhile, I want to tell everybody that coming up in the on the final stretch of the show is Wombat of the Week and also um, Honor Thy Heroes. All right. And we have a good one. Is that the security system crying? That is. She just ate food, went outside, ate three or four snacks. What is she crying about? She wants nothing. She gets nothing more in her <laughs> belly. <laughs> so uh, we have a really interesting honor that hero. As I said, it's a it's a really good local. Not I mean not local to here, but it's a really good hometown hometown hero. Because as I said, these heroes don't have to wear badges to be heroes. And Molly is really making herself known. I mean, yes, we actually she is. during I the know. break we took care of all her needs, so we wouldn't have to I, deal with this during I the program. Know. Molly, you're messing up the show. <gasps> Nobody wants Molly. to hear you cry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Sharon's saying bye bye. She's gonna go shopping. Bye bye. I'm gonna. I'm getting these lights. And I they will be, be here tomorrow. I will be back tomorrow. after this break. After we hear Jack Webb and Johnny Carson talking about the Copper Clapper Cable. This is New York Super Oldie Station, nine twenty W O N, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. This is the city. <laughs> Los Angeles, California. Some people rob for pleasure. Some rob because it's there. You never know. My name's Friday. I'm a cop. I was working the day watch out of robbery when I got a call from the Acme School Bell Company. There'd been a robbery. There's been a robbery. <laughs> yes, sir. What was it? My clappers. <laughs> Your clappers. Yeah, you know those things inside a bell that makes them clang? The clangers. That's right, we call them clappers in the business. A clapper caper. What's that? Nothing, sir. Now, can I have the facts? What kind of clappers were stolen on this caper? They were copper clappers. <laughs> and where were they kept? In the closet. Uh-huh. You have any ideas who might have taken the copper clappers from the closet? Well, just one. I fired a man. He swore he'd get even. What was his name? Claude Cooper. <laughs> you think he... That's, that's right. I think Claude Cooper copped my copper clappers... Kept in the closet. You know where this Claude Cooper is from? Yeah. Cleveland. That figures. <laughs> that figures. What makes it worse? They were clean. Clean copper clappers. That's right. Why do you think Cleveland's Claude Cooper would cop your clean copper clappers kept in your closet? reason what's that 
He's a kleptomaniac. <laughs> Who first discovered the copper clappers were copped? My cleaning woman. <laughs> Clara Clifford. <laughs> that figures. Now, let me see if I got the facts straight here. Cleaning woman Clara Clifford discovered your clean copper clappers kept in a closet were copped by Claude Cooper, the kleptomaniac from Cleveland. Now, is that about it? One other thing. What's that? If I ever catch kleptomaniac Claude Cooper from Cleveland who copped my clean copper clappers from kept in the closet, yes, I'll clobber him. Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik. This is the final stretch of the show, the, uh, the third segment, the last segment, the home stretch, as uh, we call it sometimes. And during this segment, we have uh, two particularly regular segments that we do called the Wombat of the Week and the Honor Thy Heroes. And sometimes, if time permits, we do one last thing. So, um, uh, if you're new to the show, I'm going to tell you how you can get involved with well, both the Wombat of the Week, what it is, and how you can get involved, and what is this Honor Thy Heroes thing about. We'll tell you about that, too. Um, so, moving right on in. So, the first thing is the Wombat of the Week segment. Now, if you're new to the show or you're not sure how it works, this is how it works. You can chime in. And get involved in this by sending us a news story of stupid people doing stupid things and send it to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Now, you can also just go to Facebook at JM Talk and you can send us a message there as well with a link to the news story. Stupid people doing stupid things. That's what we refer to as wombats. And then we celebrate these morons every week here on the program. So um, that's how you can get involved. So sometimes we have a backlog, sometimes we don't. And I think we're going to do a Wombat of the Year, which would be the biggest Wombat out of all the stories that we featured over the course of 2019, I think is what we're (laughs) 2019. So moving right along with this week's Wombat, which is actually the state of Rhode Island. Yes, apparently Rhode Island wants to charge motorists a $15 fee just for showing up at the DMV. So officials in Rhode Island, they want to discourage people from going to the Department of Motor Vehicles and they want to charge them a $15 fee if they show up in person. The new fee would only apply to services that can be done online or through the mail, such as license and registration renewals and things like that. Motorists who are required to show up in person would not be charged this extra fee. Um, So according to DMV spokesman Paul Grimaldi, he says, try to do your transactions online first. There are nearly 2 million vehicles registered in Rhode Island. This was not the case 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or 20 years ago. There's just an intense customer volume that wasn't there before. So the fee was part of the agency's annual budget request and is projected to bring in $1 million annually. The agency also proposed a $15 late fee, which would bring in around $1.5 million 
$1,500 per year. It appears unlikely that the $15 fee will make it to the final budget. A spokesman for Governor Gina Rimaldo said that the office opposes the fee and does plan to include it in the proposal that would be sent to the legislature. So, think about this. It's already a pain in the neck to go to the DMV. And sometimes when you're trying to do things online, it's a pain trying to get through the process. You know, if you want people to do things online, okay, I can go on Amazon and I can shop online with relative ease. I can get myself through the shop. And this is true for most online stores. Um, but I think when it comes to things, because we've experienced this also in Delaware, uh, when the, or, or Delmarva, how about the Delmarva website? When you try to do things on there because they want you to, to make it easier, it is a bigger pain in the ass to do things because your website sucks. So I think, you know, my first thought here is if you're going to drive people to the website to do these functions on a website, I think, first of all, it can't suck, okay? Because that's what's going to deter people, you know? And then you become the benefactor of that deterrent because you're going to charge them $15 to come into the DMV, which is already hassle. Listen, nobody wants to go to the DMV anyway. I mean, I'm not saying, like, don't do the online thing. I'm all for it. But make it easy, make it simple to use and simple to understand and make it an easy flowing process because coming to the DMV has never been a great process. I love going to the DMV, said no one ever. So, and this late fee thing, let me just touch on that too, about the late fee, because we have a $10 late fee here in Delaware. And it's kind of... What's weird about the $10 fee here in Delaware is a couple of years ago, they doubled. They didn't raise the cost of registrations. They doubled the cost of registrations, okay? Uh, There is a thing called an increase, and then there's a thing called gouging. And that's, to me, doubling your registration rates is gouging. Uh, What do we get for that? You know, we don't really get anything. There's no additional value for doubling those rates. It discourages me sometimes from from doing more than one year. You know, there's what is the incentive for me to do one year? It used to be I used to go and do two years at a time because, boom, it was 40 bucks. Now it's $80 to do two years at a time. That's discouraging to the middle class. And so, and then they, on top of that, if you're one day late, then you have a $10 fee. And <laughs> Sharon has said this before. In fact, I think she might have said it last week on a program. Something about um, you know the all these fees that Delaware hides into the different things that they do. And they call them dock fees. You know, it's 2.75% here. 3.25% there. You know, and um, so it's the fees. So see, this whole Wombat of the Week thing has turned into uh, somewhat of a gripe session. (laughs) I'm griping about government fees. I'll give you an example. Let me tangent off for a second. Back in about 2008, I think that's when the housing crisis was happening. uh, 
and um, and people were not buying homes as much as they were. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me take a sip of my tea. Mm. So people weren't buying homes as much. Now, that meant dock fees were down for Delaware. That meant less income for Delaware. Now, if I'm running a business and something happens in society that for whatever reason has created my business to go down, I would probably have to scale back or maybe lay off some non-essential workers. However, Newcastle County in Delaware decided that since homes weren't selling as much as they were and their dock fees for new home sales was way down, they increased our property taxes so they did not have to lay anyone off in the county. That was how they responded to it. So... Um, but anyway, going back to this Rhode Island thing. I mean, if you think people want to come to your DMV, you're insane. They don't want to go there. But what I would say is if the legislature of Rhode Island says, yes, this is a good idea, let's do it, let's vote on it, and it happens and becomes law, I would just say do your motorists a favor and make the website easily navigatable and easy to get through the process and make the payment. Because if you don't, to me, my interpretation of that, being a citizen and an IT person, is that you're making it so they come in and pay you that additional $1 million a year in revenue. Uh, so that would just be my, my caution on that. So uh, the state of Rhode Island is the Wombat of the Week. And uh, thanks for the submission. And remember, get your submissions in too. Now, the next uh, the next story, the next segment, uh, we may not get to one last thing, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, we'll see. The next one is our Honor Thy Heroes. Now, in the same way as Wombat of the Week, you can also send your story of local heroes. Heroes don't have to wear badges. They don't have to wear capes. We're looking for everyday heroes that step up and do something great. And we can't possibly get enough of these stories. And that's because there's small newspapers, local news, things like that, that don't make national news. Send them to Sharon and I. We will be glad to put them on display here and honor them with the crown, honor thy heroes. And this week is no different. This is a local hero out of Florida. And I want to tell you about him. Out of Jupiter, Florida, $944.34 was the total outstanding lunch debt in all nine Jupiter area schools. And one local man says that was a small price to pay to make a big difference in the life of a child. So Andrew Levy said, I went in there and I said, I want to pay off all the school lunch debt in the Jupiter district. And when he learned that 400 kids in his community couldn't get a full meal in their cafeteria, he said he had to take action. He says these children were in debt. These children that were in debt were going to either not eat or they would just get cheese sandwiches. And I thought to myself, that's insane. He had no agenda, 
no children in the district. He has no personal connection to the schools. This is a local man who felt he had to make a difference. And these are the kind of heroes we need, right? These are the kind of people we need out there to remind you that, guess what? There are, you can believe in humanity. You can. And so, after he paid the bills, he posted about it on Facebook. When he posted about it on Facebook, hundreds of people commented asking if they could contribute to the next time he does this. There's a spark. There's a spark. What would it take? What would it take to uh, say, that, so that was under, a shave under $1,000, right? What would it take to go to a school district, find out what the bill is, and start a GoFundMe page. That would be a reason for a GoFundMe page. You've heard me on the show before complaining about GoFundMe being used in stupid. Help me get my down payment for my truck. I want to go on a cruise. Help me pay for my cruise. This is something that I think would be very worthy of GoFundMe. GoFundMe and absolutely. And there's Sharon chiming in from uh, just coming in from the kitchen. <laughs> Make my dinner, woman. I'm just kidding. Oh. So actually, I'm making dinner today. So um, that is awesome. The the fact that hundreds of people comment and ask if they can contribute the next time he decides to do something like that. This isn't something he decided to do out of the blue. Like I said, he had no connection to that school at all. No he, kids. No kids. No. Nieces, nephews, nobody can have no way connected. He just heard about it and he said, This is insane. Anybody can do that. He created a spark then. Now he's got people on Facebook who want to contribute to it. I say to those people that are talking to him on Facebook, Hey, just go out and do it. Go out and make that commitment. Find a school district that needs it. Start some sort of campaign. Whether a GoFundMe or just, I think Facebook does charity raising, like a crowdfunding. It's called crowdfunding. Yeah. Yeah. I think Facebook does it too. You could do that and you could make that kind of a difference. But, I mean, that is just it, it, just an amazing thing. These are the kind of heroes that um, we want. So, um, because of that, so there's this, there's that spark. And now his act of kindness started a chain reaction across Palm Beach County. Um, he said that he's even had some clients over the past 48 hours say, you know something, I want to help. I want to give too. And Levy said, every quarter I'm going to do either a GoFundMe page or a fundraising page that can raise money every quarter so lunch debt never accumulates. Boom. I didn't even get to the bottom of the story and I, will, I was already thinking about that. Imagine that. Imagine if somebody in every district did that. And for that reason, this money will only go to pay off lunch debt this quarter. Absolutely. That, that's all you. Let's can, do it. I was gonna say that's all you do is come over here and say absolutely. Well, no, let's do it. I'm saying. <laughs> so. Um, you and I, let's do it. Just you and I. Uh, okay. Well, you can. What are you doing? I'm Sorry about that, folks. Sorry. She's Sorry about that, stepping folks. on the mic and everything. Yeah. She wanted to get out of here, and then she's back. <laughs> so um, at this point, though, for now, for this week, Andrew Levy, okay, of Florida, is our recipient of the Honor Thy Heroes Award. And we thank him for that service of his 
to the community and what apparently will be future endeavors as well. And if this gets to you, Andrew, Andrew Levy, we would not be opposed to spending a few minutes on the phone talking to you here on the Joel Mahalik Show and saying thank you in person. So you are our Honor Thy Heroes recipient for this week's program. Thank you very much. So there you have it. Now, I have a very limited amount of time left. I will try to squeeze in uh, something I had for one last thing this week. And it was really a, a, a bit of a personal story too. Um, if you take <clears throat> sort of like a public service announcement though, if you take Zantac, also known as Rantitidine generically, and it's for heartburn and, uh, you know, uh, I, I was taking it for GERD. The, the, that's, that's what they say I have. You want me to hold my mic while you walk back through the studio? Um, that's all right. I'm holding it. Go ahead. Step all over it if you want. So if you take this, you should be aware, if you're not already, that there's been a recall, not a recall, a warning that Zantac or Rantitidine, which is known as generically, uh, it can causes cancer. And I just wanted to put that out there as one last thing because I do not want to take a medication that has been uh, found out to cause cancer. And so I've been switched. I've been switched to some sort of like a Moprazole or something like that. Um, so if you take Zantac, if you take Rantitidine, I want you, because I want you to be healthy, I want you to check with your medical provider and get on something else, please. So that was uh, that was a very quick one last thing. It was very fitting for the time allotted. Uh, I'm hoping everybody enjoyed the program this week. Uh, remember the website, jmtalk.net. Go there, subscribe to the program, and listen to the 24-7 stream whenever you want with any device that listens to web browsers because that's all you need. Uh, also, remember, new episodes drop every Sunday, and you can go there as your starting point to listen to the show. Remember, we're at Facebook at JM Talk. We're on Twitter at JM Talk Radio. And not only that, I think that might have been it. However, <laughs> let me just say this. We'll be back again next week. So thanks for listening. Remember, pick up three pieces of trash and be kind to one another. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>